amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav. I thought Phil had left. He's not. He's here. There he is. He's just popped up. And um, this is a very, very special show tonight. It is 10 years of the Trippers. Uh, Phil uh, told me last week, it was last Tuesday, I think it was 10 years old. So we 10 decided, years. Yeah, we, that's what I just said. No, 10 yeah, years in a week now. Decade. It's like fucking talking the trigger here. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, we decided that we'd take a week and we'd put something together where we could bring on loads and loads of people to talk about the winners of the last 10 years, the losers of the last 10 years, and their favourite moment on the Trippers podcast. Um, so, let me see. Um, Phil, what we're going to do is we're going to bring people on. Gavin. We're going to bring people off. Yeah. Right, we're going to bring people on, we're going to chat to them, we're going to bring a few on at a time, then some people are going to leg it so we can get more people in, because we're only allowed 10 people in the studio, okay, we're only allowed 10 people in the studio at the time, so we, we just, people will come and go, um, I know Davo is up in, at about, in about 14 minutes for work, so we have to get him sorted fairly quick, so Phil, are you looking forward to this? I, I am, I'm excited, I'm, this is like remembering all the good times. I, right. I remember at the very first show, and I'm, I'm sure people who come on soon will remember the first show because they were there with me at the time, and uh, they were responsible for why this thing even exists. And um, if uh, uh, people don't really know, but like we started this thing um, using a Rice Krispies box and Trev's um, <laughs> rec- portable recording device on a Sony banjoed laptop which i couldn't figure out how to use what was going on and we had the microphones faced the wrong way and uh, from memory there was me andy steve brown trev in the room and we had a guest in and i'm trying to remember who the guest was but it was it was somebody um that uh i can't remember it was an important guest we had a special guest in the first night and, 
And, and we were really, really serious at the time. We were <coughs> this, we set this podcast up to bring a serious edge to the traveling fan who wanted to go watch Liverpool Football Club. Um, and we were going to give them all tips on how to get there and, and, and organize things to go there. And after three weeks, we realized we, we were just mad. We weren't going to do that all the time. We just wanted to slag people off and uh, yeah. have a laugh with this whole thing. And basically, we wanted to figure out a way to wreck Trev's head as much as possible on a weekly okay. basis, right? Yeah. Because he'd, we, I'd always, I'd always arrange for Trev to say, Trev, right now, make sure you got the agenda out and tell the lads what you want to do. And he'd say, who's on tonight? And I'd tell him who's on. And then I'd get rid of half of them in the meantime, right? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we'd start the pod and Trevor asked me for one comment. I, do you know what? May as well put him in. May as well get him in there just to... to okay, well, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to add two one. in. I'm going to add two in to start. I'm going to add, add Andy in. and I'm going to add Trev. Is that all right for you? Mm. Um, so let's let's add Andy and Trev in. So there's Andy and Trev. Um, oh, Trev, Trev and Trev. Trev. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you fucking pricks. All right. So... Um, <laughs> What we done was we we sent it out there to everybody and we said, "Do you want to do you want to come on?" All right, Trev was fucking fuming that I made him do some homework, which was meant, um, <laughs> and it was literally three questions, and the answers was three like one-word answers he gave me. So fuck you and your homework, Trev, right? And um, and Andy, who has some of the greatest, <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you got the agenda sorted there? Will you yeah, put well, some control on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you done similar to me because Phil done similar to me where he said. No, I have him, 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 and him, right? And then about an hour before I went, yeah, him and him will make it. Yeah, I'm not too sure about him. So, um, <laughs> look, that's the way it's going, right? So, I've asked you all, your winners of the last 10 years, your losers of the last 10 years, and your favourite trippers moment. Now, your winners and losers don't really matter, right? Because we've just put it as a winners and losers special. Um, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first, Phil? Because it took me ages to get your answers out of you. No, well, give us your favourite trippers moment. Because I'm kind of, I'm kind of bypassing winners and losers. I just I, want all the good stories. Honestly, I've, I've, I've so many moments. There's, there's the live pod in Waterford that me, that Trev me, Dave Thomas did was, 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 was sensational. Um, we were My so drunk, but yeah, dude, you walked off stage and we, we were so drunk yeah. by the end. I couldn't even get a sentence out, and uh, that was fantastic. I don't know, that was, and we managed to put one out, and it didn't sound as bad as it actually sounded when we were down there. Um, Andy's, I, I, I don't want to ruin everyone's moment, but there's one that nobody has mentioned, and I've seen it mentioned in the chat. But do you remember you did the graphic with Klopp, <laughs> the Klopp noodles? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. Do you remember the that went out that shouldn't have went out? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. Uh, there was there was that and oh, there's so like there is actually so many like given that we first boy here is just messing, right? Um, I'm trying to see if I wrote down your favourite moment. Trippers chats. Um, when we started doing it. Right and yeah, <laughs> yeah, before yeah, Phil always laughed me bollocks off. Remember, remember what the pod was supposed to be? I was just laughing. You were t- talking about like, oh, we're going to give advice on how people can get to Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all you can do is get a boat or a fucking plane. <laughs> like that would have lasted. What to do? Serious guests on that were actually involved in football and us like wet ourselves laughing. Not even remember. Right, I, 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 okay, Gav, I'm going to give people a bit of bit of him. Um, 
behind the iron court moments, right? What people don't know is that we actually recorded an awful lot of trippers chats at the start of the pods, just so that we could get the get the, the bit of crack going. Um, yeah. because like we'd come in some weeks, we were going through that was the Brendan Rogers and the Hodgey. Brendan Rogers was in there, right? So we'd we'd gone through the the first year was easy to do, but the second year was Balotelli and everything else, and we needed something to keep us going. Um so actually my favourite trippers moment, and I'm gonna say it out straight, Trev when he turned up with the eye patch, I will never to this day Never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever not not laugh as much as I did when you walked into the bunker looking like Sinbad the Sailor. <laughs> Honest to God, right? I, even even now, like Trevor wasn't did, doing that for a laugh, right? But no, it was serious. serious like, right? no, Trevor, I'm no. ringing and going, listen, I can't be there this week. It's not worth it. Come on, Trev, you can, I can give you a rebuttal. Yeah, no. To be fair, man, uh, it, like like for context. I nearly died. Uh, these cons didn't <laughs> yeah, care. Right. <laughs> and what they did was they, they took the absolute piss. And you know what, man? It was perfect at the time because uh, it deflated the whole seriousness of it. But yeah, I did. Is <laughs> that when you couldn't drive at night time? <laughs> I couldn't drive at night time because of light, you fucking prick. It's obvious, you said, right? You said but there's more light during the day, you fucking asshole. <laughs> No, it's the fucking type of light bollocks. Oh, and you know exactly here, what you're saying. All right, okay. Big, Andy, big shiny Andy, sunlight is grand, but like Andy, Andy, the you shiny know, sunlight is grand. Trev, do you remember Andy's suggestion? This is why don't so you just get a pair? Uh, why don't you just get a pair of those anti-glare sunglasses and knock one of the lenses instead of because that would have been perfectly normal. <laughs> oh, I mean, like I, I do, I do. Uh, I, I have, I have fond memories of um, how nobody took my life-threatening illness seriously. It was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the uh, worst group of people fair, to come into. You know, well, it, 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 worst, best. Uh, yeah. I, to be fair, man, it was fucking great because I was in a dark spot and I. Got, well, only you know, half of you was, Trent. Not, not yeah. all of you. We laughed <laughs> the, the whole off. Well, well, one, one I was. <laughs> the yeah. other I okay. wasn't. You know, we laughed our holes off, and it was good. Yeah. Although I was the bull of the joke, and it was mainly... Uh, how's this work? That yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was mainly him. <laughs> right, then. Stick with you, then, Trev. Um, your favourite yeah. Trippers moment. Ah, oh, fuck. We're not doing winners and losers now. But we can in a minute, but I just want to get into this and see where it goes. I'm not arsed, man. I'm not arsed about winners and losers. My favourite trippers moment, and I'm, go- I'm delighted I get a chance to get in here before everyone else does. Well, there was ultimate stories, fantastic stories. I was weak laughing at stories. And again, Phil was given a bit of how the sausage is made earlier on. Uh, and we, our, the room was fucking tense, Gav. The room used to be tense. Let's not fucking lie. Because Casey was fucking angry most of the time. Like, All like the time. fucking constantly angry about All the everything. Time. Right? He used to walk into All the podcast, the like, and just be fuming walking in the door. He was and, fucking furious, right? Yeah. So in the early days, I, 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 what, what I need you to do, Gav, I need you to fucking multiply that, your experience, out a million times. Because there was cables and shit that were bugging him at that stage. So the room was tense. And we had this, like... Uh, Phil was on my left, Andy was usually on my right, and we'd have this sort of buzz going on. 
And I was aware your man over there was like fucking annoyed because there was something fucking wrong or people weren't talking quick enough or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, I've got to keep this moving or whatever. And then the other lad here, this fucking eagle was like, oh, I, I'm going to tell a story. And, 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 and this could, who knows when this will end? And it was a fucking wonderfully <laughs> daft fucking combination. And I felt incredibly tense because part of me was like oh jesus this is like my work i'm trying to fucking wrangle fucking crazy people into fucking trying to get something done in an hour and then at some stage you just let it go and it was fucking magnificent and one of the magnificent things about it was andy's storytelling one of the magnificent things about it was the fact that phil was always angry and me and him were always sort of at loggerheads and yet incredibly in sync, right? So that was the key to the show, in my in my opinion. But I'll never forget the Brendy Danger Wank story. <laughs> Ever. As long as I live, as long as I fucking live, you haven't I will never forget people. the Brendy Danger Wank story. Is this going to get you banned off YouTube? Or ah, listen, it doesn't matter. Have YouTube are pricks anyway, so won't worry about it. Um, yeah, but we tried, we absolutely tried everything to get Brendy on tonight. And he just wrote back, no. Fuck off. So uh, well, he said, no backwards you know steps. I, I, that's a quote. Well, fair fucks to Paul uh, for that. And I, I completely agree uh, with his take. Why not? But <laughs> should I should I explain to people what the Danger yeah. Wank story is? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Should it's, I? Should it's I? Because people, people need to know this. It's 20 yeah, past yeah. 10. So, you can so, so, so it's pretty sad. Here's, here's what it is. So, have you ever heard of a danger wank was put up? Right, sorry, before you do, no. before you do, before we go too far. Oh, here we anybody, go, here anybody, we go. No, hold on. If anybody out there, right, has an issue with language and oh, these sort of stories, torn yeah. off. If anyone has Fuck an issue off. with talking over each other, torn off. Um, and if you don't have any issues with that, stay where you are. Because genuinely, we get loads of comments about, why did you do this? Why did you do that? So there you go. Don't have kids in the room wow. listening or watching it. There you go. I'm done. What's, go, what's Trev. happened? You have to, Trev. What's happened to this? No, seriously, you have to. What's happened to this show? We used to not give a no, fuck about it. No, what happens anyway, is here's, tomorrow here's morning, what happens, Grew what happens up. tomorrow morning it is, I wake up to about 80 notifications on Grew YouTube up. with people just fucking giving out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Gav, so, I don't give a fuck. Who gives a fuck? Gav. Oh, Trev, don't I fucking don't start at me. Get your notifications, get your, You saying. get the power in your eye back and you think you're in. Come on, tell us your story. <laughs> It's not even annoying. That's fake eye has now. glasses. Uh, you want to know or not? Yeah. So what here's the here's way. So, so, so we said, uh, uh, Brenzi said, have you ever heard of Danger Wank? We, no, no, Paul, what's a Danger Wank? So Paul says, well, it's pretty simple. <laughs> it's a pretty simple concept. Uh, what you do is you get yourself started in your own room <laughs> and you keep pulling the plums until you're on the verge of, you know, the moment yeah. that we all, the, what, 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 what toast calls the vinegar strokes. And you're just about on the verge of that. And what you do is you walk out <laughs> and he's assuming we're all uh, suburban, uh, yeah. two up, two down, semi Ds. You walk yeah. out onto the landing <laughs> and you, you're you still obviously pulling the plums off yourself. You're almost about to fucking do the thing. And you go, Ma! <laughs> At which point, you have a challenge on your hands to make sure you reach the appointed moment before your ma arrives. And I'm sorry, but that's fucking mental. And it was mental on a level that I'd never considered before. 
And uh, fair play to Brenzi. Yeah, that was the moment for me. That was my trippers highlight. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to Andy's now. I'm gonna bring um another person. I'm gonna bring Davo in while we're here, right? But Andy, <coughs> your favorite moment. <clears throat> what is it? Uh, I don't, did I get yours even? I probably did. Yeah, but it's, I've, I've changed my mind. I was just looking at Trev there, I can't help remember the time he posted a picture of himself relaxing, uh having a coffee <laughs> in the car <laughs> in the costa. In uh, Navan, someone's mentioned this. I actually. didn't post the picture. I didn't post the picture. No, he was in Costa the picture. What was it again? Yeah, now, yeah, now I'm still having a coffee. Yeah, yeah, I did announce I was having a coffee. Yeah, so I was like, uh, innocently saying, Oh, yeah, yeah, I like a good coffee. Like, what, what coffee shop are you in? And you went, I'll oh, cost it in wherever. So, straight onto Google, look up the phone number that cost it, and uh, <laughs> 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 rang up and said. Someone answered, and I was like, uh, you see that fucking idiot sitting there with a the woolly hat on? <laughs> <laughs> can you even remember, Phil, what the, what the message was? It was, it was, it was, it was, he, my brother's left the house without his EpiPen. No, no, and no, he's no, 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 that was later, that was after it. That, oh, that was, was in Tesco, part. that was in Tesco. Um, oh, he was, he's not allowed out on his own or something. Or you can't have he's not allowed out on his own. Yeah. There's a fella there and he's not allowed out on his own. Would you go over and just sit beside him until he get there? So anyway, he comes straight into the WhatsApp then and says, he's fucking cunts. Um, <laughs> what are you after doing? They're after coming over. I'm after running into Tesco to escape. So, of course, straight on to Google to look up the number for Tesco right beside. <laughs> and we said... <laughs> There's a medical emergency in the uh, in the store. Would you be able to announce over there, Tanoi, that there's a fella going around with a woolly hat and he's forgot his epi pen and he's allergic to strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> if he goes near the strawberries, he's basically going to die. So, so he had to stop and let's go chase them around as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's I I think that genuinely is one of the best stories. Like like sitting in a room with someone and taking the piss album is great, but like following them around on the day off oh. from work while they fucking go yeah. to Costa and Tesco is just outstanding work. But do you not think what's magnificent about that for me is there's a fellow with a woolly hat, right? So it's just like it could be anyone, but it was you. Of course it's me. <laughs> That's uh, it. it was you. Some bloke was wrestled down to the ground at Tesco with another woolly hat on. Davo. Go on, go on, go on. Go on, go on. Let's go before Davo. Was the bit, building the studio was just immense crack altogether. Everyone just coming down like lads that uh, couldn't even use a screwdriver were swinging sledgehammers around the place and you know, the pyro, uh, Andy, the pyro. Yeah, the yeah. The pyro's oh, coming. Well, yeah. You know what? It ties in well because Trevor said, like, Phil turns up really angry, right? Phil genuinely turned up one day to the studio build, right? Because he heard a window had to be taken out. Walked in, <laughs> right? Walked in, picked up a hammer, fucked it through a window, right? I went, right, go on. I thought he was later and left, right? <laughs> And then the second time he turned up, he upturned a fucking engine off a Volkswagen Golf. Oil everywhere, Gav. Oil everywhere. Oil everywhere. And then went, look, I want to have to go to the kids and just fucked off. Like, this was ongoing. But go on, the studio built. But, like, everyone was just trying to chip in what what they could find. Obviously, we hadn't got a lot of money. um, So we were getting 
donations and shit from all over the place. But Steve Brown said he'd get us a door <laughs> and some insulation. And he turned up with a with a door off a fucking uh, fridge freezer, big industrial fridge freezer, and expected us to put this thing onto the onto the studio. How do you use? How do you use that? It was a great bit of scaffold. Scaffold. That's it was a great bit of scaffold. No, the yeah. studio, the studio build was amazing. Um, Steve, was, oh, you expect the Steve was mad to walk out to the backyard and see a big fridge door into our shed. <laughs> but we ended amazing, up, uh, he ended up getting that and a load of insulation, and we used it. We used the door as insulation in the end in the in the ceiling. Do you remember? And I, I, it was, we used the, we used the door as a, as a as a bit of scaffold to stand on. Yeah, but then it ended up in the. In this up above this uh, plasterboard for insulation, did it? Uh, yeah, I haven't got any more room in the skip. It was so so fucking warm in the studio from this insulation. The the studio started to sweat, and we thought there was a leak. Do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. came in and the studio was that warm. There was water dripping all over the place. We thought there was a leak, and we were blaming Paddy for his his uh, roof construction. But it turned out it was Steve, Stephen Brown's fucking insulation. Door. It was industrial <laughs> fucking strength stuff. It was for cold rooms or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was for yeah. cold rooms. Um, event. What we're trying, we're trying to get what many believe is the go of all uh, this podcast in Nilo. On, um, we're trying our best to get him on. He did appear a few minutes ago and then disappeared. But Davo, that brings me to you and your favourite moment. Um, I'm gonna jump out for a sec, Gavry. Yeah, go on. Um, Davo, talk to me about your favourite favorite moments amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Uh, he's like you said I, I just think he's the funniest fucking man alive honestly Paul Brennan's up there with him but that I, I actually hadn't been on that long and I actually remember listening to it I wasn't on and I was down in Nixer and I just had a plane on the phone beside me and it was nail up story about shitting himself after Dave one night yeah. now I don't I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean for the for the people in the comments I don't mean shitting himself as in he was afraid he actually shit his pants. Yeah, shit so Dave was in, Dave for anyone that doesn't know is a nightclub up in uh, the Red Cow. Yeah. And he was there, he was he was having a great time. 
and then disaster <laughs> struck. And I'm sure there was a few narcotics maybe floating around, a few yeah. uh, a few beers. But I'm telling the story of fucking trying to tell the taxi man he sat in dog shit. <laughs> then, then he had to, he had to find a plastic bag that he that he that he had to he had to step into and then his sister came down the boot of the car. Oh. So I can't yeah. even I can't even tell it. It's that funny. I'm I, I, I remember now. this. I remember this being told, and I'm like, you listen to it, and it was just like crying, laughing. But having to play it back about four times because because you were yeah. laughing, you couldn't hear no, anything. It was honestly, and, and basically, yeah, N- Nilo literally comes out of Davis, shits himself, ends up ringing his sister who comes down, takes one look at him, and decides, right, he's not getting in the back of my car. So they opened the boot and put him in the boot of the car and drove him home. Yeah, um, which is just out of this world from Nilo. Well, was, um, there was fucking tears rolling down my face, cowboy. Honestly, couldn't fucking work for a half an hour. It was breaking me bollocks laughing. Yeah, he's the was, funniest fucker alive. He was. He, he's off. He's off the charts, Matt. Neil is. He's absolutely off the charts. The other one I was thinking about Neil earlier was um the time he said anyone that knows Neil knows he's not the quickest on his feet. But uh, he said the time he was down and he got robbed on the canal. Some two fellas robbed his new Air Max on the his canal. Air Max. Yeah, and he couldn't. <laughs> in his rap scene, the string vest. <laughs> yeah, Shani, we we're talking about the um. We're talking about the studio build earlier, and I think your favourite moment actually comes from the studio. Yeah. Um, so when when I it's funny enough when like the when the podcast started, we were relatively shy. And not long after I got involved, club took over, so st- things started to take a turn. But um Sounds like you're taking mad- credit for all this. No, no, look, it just it, it's mad the way uh, the coin of not a crescendo, but we finished the studio and then we go on and win the Champions League. And that was the first time we won a trophy since I'd been involved with the podcast. And of course, myself, Dicko, Steve Daly, and Andy's brother Mick were over at the final of Madrid. And it was absolutely bonkers. And we ended up coming back and there was a big fucking hooli out in the back of the garden in, in, in Crumlin in, in Steve's Ma's shed. And uh, Ray Brady comes in with a, a Liverpool cape on and a pot full of fucking red flares going off in the middle of the studio. Yeah. And I was drenched in hiding and I don't know what was going on. It was just, it was fucking, it, it's brilliant. It's kind of, it's even, it's one of, it's like a core memory I see that's in the intro still and uh, that brings her all back. And kind of, that's what it was all about. We've like, we've had some fucking great trips recently gone boy like Neil Gray like where do you start like sharing around with the fucking Tasmanian devil <laughs> this fella so, is you want, about, do you want to tell him do you want to tell him the story about the night you spent in Liverpool with Neil Gray probably well, ever forget fucking right for anyone who doesn't know Neil he's about five step, five stone wet ringing through honest to god he's fucking I seen my on a butcher's apron and I don't know what happened. I ended up being out and going back to the room and I walked in and first of all, there's a smell of cigarettes in the hotel room. Now, anyone who knows me and stays with me knows I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a finicky fucker. And I, when I get in, I'd hide like the tickets for the match I had so they wouldn't go missing and I know where they were. 
So I walked in. Now you need to remember, Nilo would tell you himself, he's in, he's an invalid. He walks with a limp. He had a bad accent years ago. He tell you himself, nothing he wouldn't say to you. I wouldn't say to his face. Yeah, they say. Well, I walked, you know. I walked into the room. Mattresses covering the hotel window. The other mattress is all over the place. The mirror is off the wall. The place is covered in gargle. There's a smell of smoke, and I turned around, and Neely's lying in the middle of the fucking. So I'm like, a, I'm, I'm a twenty, probably twenty six at the time. I'm saying, Neilo, what the fuck? You want to be in smoking? No. I says, there's two cigarette butts in the jacks. Oh, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. I said, where's the tickets? I don't know. I says, Neilo, what the fuck were you at? You only had to be in out of the house. I'm in the room for an hour. What were you doing? He says, oh, I don't know, Sean, to tell you the truth. I, I really can't explain it. And to this day, <laughs> I still don't know what he was doing. He, I He's think he claimed at one stage he was looking for the match tickets, but this was the day before the game. Yeah, and he pulled yeah. the fucking place apart and, and in, the in very, turn lost the match tickets. The, the he very, was scared to the real them. And he's just, he's the wittiest, like, the, like, honestly, we'd have to meet in a pub and if you wanted to come along, we could probably tell some of the real stories because honestly, some of this stuff just get you flat out cancelled, never mind YouTube. I remember sitting yeah. in the studio and I opened the bunker and this is when the lads had to go through the, the, the trouble of editing pods and Steve, our fellow member, was doing it. Be like, lads, there's about 15 minutes worth of podcast there. We were sitting up in the studio about <laughs> two, two and a half hours. <laughs> it's just all being cut out. There's nights when we all sat up there talking to you about football. And we got to the end, and Phil is like, lads, I actually forgot to press record. And we just sat there. <laughs> like, it, it's it's absolutely bonkers. One, uh, like, another story about Neil. I actually I am going to tell this guy, and I don't give a bollocks. I won't name names for. for for other sake, but there's a well-known uh, Liverpool podcaster now who's doing the rounds, and he told Neely the name of his son, and Neely was like, "Do you really name your son that well?" And it's not Yoko's <laughs> fault. <laughs> and you probably know what I'm talking about. Well, we know who you're talking about as well. And he told, I'll, "I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll DM you later." And he, the whole pod, your man was trying, trying to. To talk sensible about Liverpool, and he just kept going. Did you really name that son after that Liverpool player? You're a fucking cabbage, and you know what? Point sweet is 100 2020 because your man ended up being a fucking cabbage. You just can do the maths on that one, but it was absolutely fuck. He's absolutely mad. And then to finish it off, leaving Liverpool Airport that weekend, and nearly walks for limp. And the fucking, the fella in airport security thought he was being smart saying to Neely, what's wrong with you? Did you hurt your leg? And Neely <laughs> turns around and goes, no, there's a stone in me shoe. Nah, but fucking, Steve Daly in Madrid. I just, honestly, I, I'm going to shut up now because it's going to start getting incriminating. It's going to start getting incriminating. It's not but even now, that. It's, like, we could be here for fucking It's great gear, great gear. Like Andy said, building the studio scaffolding uh, me, Steve Daly and Paul Paul Brennan going up to a scrapyard up in the middle of the thing and absolutely launching stuff off and Paul Brennan hauling abuse at the people that walked up there just <laughs> abs- absolute madman we were out one night for Phil's I think I think it might have been Phil's uh, 40th birthday party and literally Paul Brennan is gronk spiking glasses behind the bar 
And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's literally smashing point glasses in the sink in some pub in the middle of town. And I was like, Paul Brennan, you're a fucking... You're, there's something wrong with you. Then the same night, Ray Brady nearly ends up in the Liffey down the Grand Canal. It's just... A, 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 a shower of mad bastards you never meet. You know? like a, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to use the word. Like, the soundest shower of cunts in the nicest sense of the word you'll ever meet in your life. Some fucking great stories to go down the line. Yeah. Like, just, it's never ending. Never ending. And do, you remember, sure uh, do you remember Steve? Do you remember was asking Nilo's, when we met Nilo, like, we didn't know what about him. He was asking his brother in law how he ended up with the limp and all that. And it's a fairly tragic story. <laughs> like, Nilo told Steve, us the story on a pod one night. But Steve will start laughing. <laughs> he start laughing in his brother-in-law's face about this horrible story that he's probably still fucking PTSD. This was, this was, and that was, it, that was in the Olympia Theatre. The only reason Nilo ended up in the pod was because his brother won a competition. And the very, very early days, it was one of the very yeah. first competitions we did in the way we did on five times. And um, Noel decided to bring Nilo along. And uh, myself and Steve were at the gig as well. And uh, <laughs> Nilo turns up. And from there, it was just it was just a marriage made in heaven. There's even stories from that night that I'm not sure I can tell, but I'll, 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 I'll go into one, right? So we're sort of sitting there and having a drink. Um, five times ago, and that's when Nilo disappears. And we're like, where's he gone? I was going out the side to have a smoke because obviously it's, it's smoking ban in Orange, you can't smoke inside. So I went out to get him because he was going out a fire exit the wrong side. He couldn't, you can't go out that side. And he's out talking to a, a, an alcoholic who's sitting on the, on the ground outside. And I was like, What do you do, Nilo? And he goes, I was mad thirsty. I took a swig out of his bottle. And I was looking at him going, What did you did not? And he goes, Yeah, it's all right, though. I didn't drink any of the cold sores in the bottom. I was like, Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right, this is this is I don't know. And the next minute it was like, do you know what he'd be good to bring on the pod? He's a bit mad. <laughs> and that's it. He's, he's no. on from there on. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back to a couple of things in a minute. Remember the laptop you used to do the editing on Phil? You used to have the full style like a lawnmower. <laughs> no, no but, but the thing with the edits was you, you used Nilo used to come to me and he'd say to me, I'll sort that edit out for you. And I go, I'm crying. Look, I just got home now. And I'll, I'll do it. Look. And he go, I oh, will fix that for you. No problem. Give us it there. So we go onto the computer in the, in the studio, and he fucking take the file and he email it. I'm like, well, fix that for you. No problem. And he be there about two days later. Going, you know, where's that edit? Oh no, I'll tell you what happened now. What happened was the sound levels were all over the place. So I'm at the running through about four different pieces of software there to get it right. I'll have it to you in the, in the next hour. And then the next day, you'll be going, Nilo, where's that fucking edit? And he go, I'm just literally finishing up. I'm just sticking the intro and the outro on it, and it's fucking brand new. Another day ago, boy. Now, we do the pod on a Monday. This will be fucking towards the afternoon. You'll be going, where is it? And in the end, like you'd end up just editing yourself. You'd have the file, edit yourself and throw it out. And then about, he might come back to the Saturday going, I have that for you, bud. But he'd say it to you in a way that, you know, I'm not doing you a huge favour here, even though it's taken me five days to sort it. I'm not doing you a huge favour. Trevor Vellis has given Andy Tom about Easter eggs and my other league to have them complete in chocolate in case of throwing it at a, at a match. I remember that, that Gav. You couldn't you could understand. No, no, I could understand, but, but your whole argument was the fact that we can't make full, like, solid Easter eggs because you might bring them into a Premier League game, and it was stupid how your argument was. No, but, no. 
But no, it was a hit, but it's a legitimate health and safety issue. Dan, no, Rev, I knew you'd go down that route. But Gav, hang on, hang on, hang on. And, Andy has a thing about eggs. I just want to finish with this. Trev, you'll remember this from Trippers Chats, right? Do you oh, somebody has Andy? that. Wow. Somebody has that as their thing. And Andy had a complete breakdown over the fact that people can't cook eggs properly and went, spent about 15 minutes. We're meant to have loads of questions and he just went mad over about oh, how to poach chip. an egg properly. He even just wanted to invent a segment called Andy teaches you how to cook. And we're looking yeah. at him, is this for real? We're supposed to have the cooking corner. We'd have a recipe. <laughs> we must have been serious at that point. Very, very upset. You were very upset, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just I, don't like I, when people can't do simple things. I, I couldn't get my head around. <laughs> I, I couldn't get my head around the show that we talk in the bunker on a Monday, and then Steve will be on the podcast talking to James Pierce about real serious stuff. And like, <laughs> where's this even going? Like, we were talking about fucking getting jumped on by pikeys on the side of the canal on Monday night. And now Steve, Steve was talking about the ins and outs about the Charlie, hierarchy of Liverpool. Charlie, like, like Charlie, Bruno Charlie, called Trev, Come here. Trev, tell him, tell him what we tell him what you're saying. Man, you don't even like in the early days of the trippers, we were pretending to be a serious podcast. And so what would happen was all the fucking messers would be off messing and they'd send me into the fucking broom cupboard to interview Brian Kerr or whoever the fuck. Or whatever <laughs> did you hear? Did you fuck. have them boys up in the bunker and tell it? The lads were just fucking pulling each other's plums and having a crack, and I was in there doing the fucking serious interview, and then they all roll in afterwards and go, yeah, that's grand now. We can fucking do the rest of the shit that we usually do. Push your employing hair out the door. Come on, Brian, fuck off. Brian Kerr playing Russian, Russian 10-year-old bottles of cardio out of the way to sit in the studio. And a safe... <laughs> like you, you see, it's all on YouTube now. You don't see it, but just imagine your battery. Imagine, imagine the coal house on the stairs with two bar stools in it and a load of wires on the table. That's literally what we were sitting That's in, was, and, a, yeah. and a in a twenty-year-old safe that was sitting there that we knew nothing about. You'd, just, you'd, be, you'd be looking through random letters from the Tala Astro Center about the last twenty years. <laughs> 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 the the get Coleman is behind on his time. It was. The most bonkers fucking stuff you ever seen in your life. It was absolutely mad. Do you remember when we got kicked out? We tore we torn up one week and there was a change in management. Yeah, and your man just said that. We got the case upstairs. Your man was like, for what? Who are you? Oh, we do a podcast. No, no, you don't. Never heard you. I really, yeah, no, we're here every week. We're upstairs. Oh, you aren't. Never, never seen this before. <laughs> they just pretend that we haven't been like the residents there for the last few years. The bricks. I mean, like, so, what, so why is our mixer upstairs, and why is that? Don't know how it got up there. Like, <laughs> just go up and get all our stuff and head off. <laughs> um, I want to bring in a couple of bits here. Uh, I want to bring in Chris and Matt because they both came to me with the same answer today and it <laughs> revolves around Matt's cap. Now, for anybody that hasn't seen <laughs> for anybody that hasn't seen this, it's on there. I don't know what you're... Oh, I think it might be in a post-match game. Um, Definitely was. Real Madrid. Real Madrid post-match. Um, yeah. We're Tom 5-2, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. basically, uh, I'll tell you how I heard about this, and I'm not going to give away the story. Right? But I wasn't on the show; the game was over. I wasn't in great form on the Xbox with the boys, and uh, 
Kind of, <laughs> Kev, I'm going to have to mute. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to mute. Go on, go on. You can mute there. Come on. Um, so Kev arrives into the Xbox chat and says, lads, I've seen the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, hold on, my radar went up because I was like, oh, you are on that fucking There's show. The There's the fucking cat. And um, I was like, something's gone on here. So Chris... You can tell us what happened, and Matt, then you can give us the actual in-person account of what happened. Yeah, so we were trying to... It was a pretty dire show, to be honest, because we, we got togged by Real Madrid, so we, we were trying to just get through it, really, you know, getting quite a lot of stick in the chat. And then we heard a couple of like hisses from Matt's cat. I thought, okay. There was a dog you know, involved press, as well, wasn't there? The, 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 dog, <laughs> the dog growled as well. And next minute, we heard this loud squeal and it, it felt a bit like the Istanbul thing we went oh hello what's going on here then and Kev went oh hi and then next minute just saw this cat lie at Matt's head <laughs> just even screaming all that I was there watching it for a good couple of minutes or so and then I went oh shit I'll control the show I best take him off and then he came back on oh, blood pouring out his hand the cat had been thrown across the room and we're like, to be honest, it made the whole show brilliant because, quite frankly, we didn't want to talk about Real Madrid. We spent about 15 minutes trying to work out what the dog and the cat were fighting over. And then Matt sort of materialised with what was left of it. Was inc- it was incredible because, like, that show, like, when it was on, like, Kev is a very level-headed guy. But genuinely, Kev rocked into this chat in convulsions lava. And he couldn't get the words out. And at the same time, he's trying to search back to see what the timestamp was. And literally, we all stopped on, on this and we were trying to find it. And when we found it, it was absolutely incredible. And um, I think Emma's put a, a link on TikTok into it. I put the link in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If anyone wants to watch it. So, Matt. It, it's actually, it actually stopped short. You had to, you had to edit the, the clip. It doesn't show yeah. what happened to the cat. <coughs> yeah, I, I had to edit the clip on, because... It, there's, a, we, there's an imprint on the, the kitchen wall over there, I'd say, of the poor old cat. But how how did the, oh, how the is that cat fucking survived, man? The little <laughs> it's, a, it's a cat. You, no, you know, you can't, can't uh, just go around fucking biting people. No, no, no. no the no, bollocks no, out of it. The full, the full story you don't see behind the camera is that I was using a new microphone. I didn't have headphones for it. So I had the audio just playing through my computer. And it couldn't have been Kev's voice that bothered the dog. It must have been Chris's voice that bothered the dog. But the dog just came roaring up from downstairs and just attacked the cat as she was sitting on my lap. And so the cat and the dog had a bit of a fight. And, yeah, she took a hell of a chunk out of me. I still have, like, vampire bite marks in the top of my hand. Like, I think I'll have scars there for the rest of my life where she fucking bit me. But I... I tossed her across the room into the Venetian blinds on the other side of the room, like a good 10, 12 feet, like as hard as I could, because she was biting the shit out of me. It was extremely painful, but to my credit, rebounded, came back, finished the show out, you know, like a proper amateur professional, but everybody blames the cat. It's not the cat's fault. It's the dog's fault. That little fucking corgi you know, does not like way out I go way out I you bet the bollocks out of car after that's <laughs> no the, only thing, the only thing people were upset about this was not the cat not him getting his hand chewed up was like why didn't that go viral like how what do you have to do to go viral nowadays like literally what, cat, a, what about bro what about Bruno calling in wanting the club sell before the sister's So we're doing a show one night. It might have been a transfer show. I don't know. It might have been a... I think... No, it was a call-in show we are doing because Emma told us. And I don't know who was on it. Emma, were you on it? 
Boy was on it. No, me and you and Keith and whatever. I'm like, I don't know how I kept this right face. No, what happened away. So these call-in shows, you do get people that are brilliant when they come on. Like they're brilliant, right? But this fella come on. I don't know where he come on, and then he went off, and then he kept staying in the chat. But basically, what happened was this fella arrives in. We're talking about Joe Bellingham. And the discussion's going on. You know the usual. We're talking about it, but we're having a bit of crack at the same time. And next thing, this guy just loses it in the chat. And he's like, I've had a fuck enough of this. What, are we getting Joe Bellingham or what? And his, his, his words in the chat were, and I'll never, ever forget them, was, I've had enough of this. It's my sister's birthday next Tuesday, and Joe <laughs> Bellingham better be fucking signed by then. He didn't like, say oh. it in the chat. He said he was on the show. Which no, it, no, it. He, oh, was he, on didn't the show. he was on the show. He said it, yeah, but there was... <laughs> yeah, no, think, no, no. Somebody else in the chat said... The reply, the, the, replies, the replies in the chat were fucking <laughs> what, brilliant. What do we want? FSG, when do we want it? That's what was going on, yeah. That's what I remember. I remember it wrong. But this guy, come on. But was he the guy that couldn't get the camera onto his face? I could only see the top of his head or his eyes or something. From his eyes up, you could only see. Remember when we done a... Remember we, I can't remember the name of the place. I think it was Stoutman's. we done a live show in Stoutman's with David Fairclough. Funny yeah. enough, I'm, I'm ratting him out here, but I don't care because he's more enemies than Batman anyway. Nearly went, ended up going back down to Nice with... Eight points and, and a bill full of David Fairclough books. Yeah. <laughs> but, but anyway, we, we are up there and uh, Steve Daly was doing like uh, Steve Daly, the, the ever the professional, like your man out father Ted, who just walks out on the stage and sparkling yeah. with yeah. David Fairclough and Liverpool are getting absolutely tongued by, by Tottenham. It was, I think we are what, 3 0 down at half time or something. And Steve gets up. Steve, we were all sitting down with everyone watching the match, and Steve was sitting up in the corner with David Fairclough having a bit of lunch watching the match. And Steve, Steve goes to start talking, and some punter up in the rafters just goes, Shut up, you need your chips. That was your mates. That was, yeah, that was my brother. I was away, that was my brother and, 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 and his mates. <laughs> You weren't even looking at the match. You were eating fucking chips. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to Chris, I'm gonna drop you out for one second. I'm gonna try to get Steve in because apparently he's in London and he's trying to get in. So I only have a limit. Give me one second now. So let me see if I can get Steve in. Is Steve still trying to get in? Is that the word here? He yeah, yeah. saying he was. Yeah, he's, he's right. texting me. It was absolutely right. fucking real. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Chris to drop off completely, and then he can come back in while he's watching, and he can come back in when he's ready. Yeah, so yeah. I get get Chris to drop out completely. It'll give me a space <clears throat> in the studio then for Steve to come in. Um, Andy, there's there's one or two up there. Do you remember when we had the discussion? And Trev, you remember this? How much human flesh do you have to eat before you are considered a cannibal? I mean, you, <laughs> how many fingers? How many legs? Was it a full arm? Was it a whole human? What was? What, what could you have a little nibble and it'd still be all right? Um, <laughs> would you be a cannibal you? if you just had a little taste for you yeah. know your experience? Yeah, would you yeah, be? Yeah. I, I, we never got to the end of it. We were like, if, we just have a, if you didn't know it was human, would it be? We right? did get to the end of it. We did get to the end of it. If you if, if you, you eat, human if you're flesh, eating and you're you've heard of someone else's body, you're, you're a fucking weirdo. Even if it's not physical, who's that look? Fucking weirdo. Oh, sorry, <laughs> What's, What's, going on, on, What's the crack? Are you driving an Uber now? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm a load of lads in the back on the Diamond's Town. Come here, Steve. Steve, can you tell us, um, without, without crashing Daddy Uber, um, can you tell us your favourite Troopers moment? It, I think it's already been used, hasn't it, Cav? Has it? Don't know. I've been on a fucking plane for most of this, so I'm only on my way home. Go on, um, well, tell us what tell us what it is. Come on. Nilo, Nilo's story about the red cow. Ah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. been used, Nilo. Yeah. Go on. Okay. Well, I've had you during the week. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so snapping. Oh, he's fuming. Brutal. Well, I've had you during the week. Yeah. <laughs> you can come back on now in a minute. You'll be all right. Uh, you, um, <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> Emmy. Um, and we're gonna go get we're gonna go Emma then, Kev. Um Emma, your favorite moment was down as the cat. Yeah, but it's it was more so how I how I heard it. Right. Than the, the like obviously the, the, the incident itself was fucking hilarious, but I was completely pissed off after the game. So I decided to go down to Tesco and get a load of fucking hagen ice cream and whatever to make myself feel a little bit better. And I'm listening to it live walking down the aisle in Tesco, and next of all, all you hear is that and ah, Matt shouting and whatever. Like, what the fuck is that down on there? I don't know what, what's coming through my fucking earphones. And then Kev and Chris continue on talking. I was like, fuck sake, what was that? So I had to get home to see what it was. And there's oh, you, Matt, you, oh, right, I'm with you. I'm with I wasn't you. watching, okay. I was actually listening to it. You yeah, 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 yeah. So I didn't know what the fuck had happened. And then all the following day, then my cousin, other people that listened to it, going, what the fuck happened on the podcast last night? Because they all listened to it on the audio rather than watching it. And the same thing happened to them. But I just thought that was hilarious. Like, I've not been, I've only been away on a few trips, so I don't have as many stories other than Gary from Northern Ireland playing pill with Alan Lawson. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And Alan turns around and says, Hey, Gary, hurry up and take a shot in your unique t shirt. And the, 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 the rest of us that were just sitting there folded it half laughing. For anybody that doesn't know, so unique, Alan Lawson is one of the last clothes back in yeah. the 90s. But Alan Lawson, being one of the last ones, hands your man the cue in the pool <laughs> for the pill and says to him, Hey, I go on and take your last shot there. <laughs> your man was breaking off. Right? <laughs> he says to him, Go and take your last shot there. Steve, that was brilliant. Steve, that was brilliant comic timing. I loved it the way he just knocked me off there. Um, but come here. Thanks, can man. you tell me? Can you tell us the story about um, the time you ordered the bricky on adverts? <laughs> Terry the bricky. Terry the bricky. It's one of my favourite days ever. <laughs> so, um, so basically, we didn't have a lot of money to do the studio. <laughs> And we didn't so have anybody funny. that was a bricky. So I went on adverts or done deal, I can't remember which it was, and um found some mad naughty called Terry that uh had an ad up saying he was a bricky. And I said, Oh grand job and uh so got arranged for him to, to come over. We were we <laughs> he says now listen I won't do the accent. He says, Now listen up, he says, I'm only gonna fucking come in and launch bricks at this thing he says right so have it ready to go have it all cleared the fucking site cleared I want cement mixing this is, this is by far the best story so, of all time actually right 
So I said, no problem. I said, that's a guarantee. I said, listen, we've got 10 or 12 lads there on the morning to to get this place sorted for you. You come over around about two o'clock and uh, I said, we'll have it. We'll have it good to go. Right. Now, when I tried to explain, anybody who's seen the studio, right, there was a good job done on it. But if you'd known what it looked like before it was a studio, right, it was a really fucking bad brick shed from the 80s with more shit than was space in the shed. Like, my old lad was a hoarder beyond fucking oh, hoarder, right? So there was shit from 1874 in that shed, I reckon, right? There was, there was, there was, there was the, 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 the ceremonial shovel was in there, right? And, uh, and, and basically, so, so. And you're bored with doing the barman on it. <laughs> you, 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 you're not mentioning that, are you? Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Send them to Massive. Yeah, how long? I'm just going to interject. Steve, I had a holy on it where the Irish people in the chat will be familiar. And I, and I had in it in Mark. And it's something that we even did. I did as a young friend, Steve. You decorate your whore. Uh, Steve, I had send them to Massey's with a big exclamation mark on it. And do the Bart man. <laughs> And yeah, put it this way: when the Bartman was out, Steve, I was about twenty, so you still you need to ask some questions as well about that. <laughs> the best thing, the best. Out. Sorry, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Steve continue, but there was another sign about water protests, right? Yeah, that was Andy's. We out protest against the water. He says, No, that was me mad. The fucking no, idiot. Look at was, me. You think I protest over water? <laughs> that was my. That was my mum. Actually, she, her, and Ray Brady were out protesting together. Go <laughs> 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 well, on, tell us about your man. The two of them were in a solidarity march, but uh, my, they my do the anti-immigrants you know, protest there, Steve. The <laughs> What'd you say? They do the anti-immigrants protest now. <laughs> no, she's very pro-immigrant. She's very pro-immigrant. She has a load of them living down the shed now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah. no, no, she went out doing the water. She went out doing the water protests and, and mm. a mate of mine was talking to me and he says to me, I saw your ma there during the day out. She was out protesting against the water charges. And I said, what the fuck is she doing, right? So I rang her up and I said, I heard you were out fucking protesting against these water charges. I said, just pay the fucking bill. And she's like, no way, I'm not doing it. And I said, I tell you what, I said, if you go out there one more time, I'm going to pay your fucking bill. I said, and then there won't be anything to protest. So we had to make an agreement that she wouldn't go out and I wouldn't pay our bill anyway. Um, so back to the back to the studio. So the fucking shed was jammers. Lads came over. We had a load of people. Uh, I think I think even Jamie brought fucking cakes. And um, and then basically fucking we had a load of people there in the morning time. And it got to about two o'clock in the day. Right? We didn't even have a fucking roof off this shed. Right? Two roofs. Two roofs. Hold on, no, no. What happened was. He said, real, real serious that morning, lads. Right? Now, I was there at 9 o'clock, like, lads, now listen, we're after getting loads out of this shed, but that roof has to fucking come off, right? That fella's coming out too, and he's lashing up the bricks, and he's going to be only here for an hour because he wants to go home and watch the rugby, Ireland by playing rugby, right? And we just right, grand. So, so Steve-O, Steve-O hands one of the lads a fucking flyers and said, 
onto the roof. He says, what do you want to do with that? And he goes, just start taking the rivets out. I said, they're in there 20 years. I'm And the fucking players. Right? Your man shows up. Go on. So your man shows up at half two, right? There's still about seven or eight of us there. And the shed's just still in full fucking tact. Like, no roof. No roof gone off it. It's still half full of shit. There's meant to be five levels of blocks gone down as well. And he just comes in and he goes, Stephen, what the fuck is that? Where's he from, Moscow? What words did you What words did you use to him? Because it's the best response I've ever heard. I ever. <laughs> He's going to Can you remember what you said? The second roof. Terry, you want to see that fucking place? That's the second roof that was under the first <laughs> one. <of here. laughs> <laughs> he says something. He says something. He says, What the fuck's going on here? And he goes. <laughs> He's up on a ladder, right? And he told her, and he goes, you're not going to believe this, Terry. <laughs> and I go, what the fuck is he going to say? And he goes, we took the roof off. <laughs> there was another one there. <laughs> <laughs> and your man's going, so anyway, there's something wrong with yeah. these guns. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember that fucking that oh. turned him into like fucking maniac strength, right? And it, we had a big fucking thirty-six inch wrecking bar. We had a big thirty-six. I think Phil was out breaking windows hammer. with it or something at the time. I don't know what the fuck. No, we didn't know. There was a big wrecking. No, there was a big wrecking bar. And and uh, oh yeah, maybe it might have been a sledge. It might have been a sledge. Actually, it was. It was a sledgehammer. And uh, and he says, "Give me that there." <laughs> he went in lots. <laughs> He, he was so fucking annoyed. He took, the, I'm not joking when I say he took down the roof in about seven minutes. He just, <laughs> With he just a lump hammer. Rafters. The lump hammer was fucking bouncing off the joists and the rafters. There was lumps of corrugated iron going into the fucking neighbor's garden, fucking flying at people. Everything was all over the place. And he fucking, it was coming to, came down and fucking clocked them and everything. He didn't give a bollocks. He just kept on he going. Like, bang, bang. The he roof was like me, man. He was, he was fucking brilliant. <laughs> But then you know what to carry that. He was fucked. He was fucked off. Do you remember the other bit? So I kept on apologising to him, and I kept saying, "Terry, I'm really sorry, man. We'll, we'll, whatever." And after about two hours of being there, he goes, "Why the fuck do you keep calling me Terry? That's not my name." (laughs) 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 Where's he from, Steve? Lagos. <laughs> he still has a fucking phone as Terry the Bricky. I know. <laughs> and then when he told us his name, Stephen says, Jason, I'm awful sorry about that, Terry. <laughs> but, but there was a guy, he was there for hours, right? And he turned around, he turned around to Steve, and he said to Steve, It's not you have to go. And he goes, Where are you going? <laughs> I was going out with my friends to watch the rugby. I'll sort that for you, he said. Right? Next of all, Steve comes out the bathroom window with a radio. Listen to the match when you're laying down blocks. He <laughs> wanted to give him back to Ballymun. I had to Ballymun. drop him back to Ballymun at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I gave him an insane. extra fifty quid or hundred quid for the fucking job he did. Fucking oh, mad. That was some crack. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I say about the studio build was um, we we entered like so much stuff, but uh, Steve O said to us, "I'm not ordering a huge skip lads for the weekend. Get the last of this out, right?" <laughs> 
And we're like, right, okay. So this skip pulled up. It was just a normal skip, right? <laughs> Steve was making out it was a super duper skip. Just a normal skip, right? So <coughs> with that, there's a six, six yard skip. Yeah. This this skip turns up anyway, and uh, we're all playing this stuff into it. Now, when I say, I mean, Andy have talking about it on show was actually before. When I say this skip was seven feet above the level of the skip, hmm. I'm not fucking messing, right? Oh, it was, was two lengths of wood. We were using was, doors to build up the sides like it was a fucking bonfire. Right. It was a fucking <laughs> snooker table on the top of it, Steve. It was two lengths of wood on the top of it. And they were about 16 foot long each, right? And they were actually protruding out of the skip on, out onto the road. There was people avoiding them with their cars, right? And your man turned up from the skip hire and he says to him, Steve, I can't take that skip. And Steve says to him, Oi! <laughs> Real serious, right? And your man goes to do seven four over, and then two bits of wood are halfway down your street, right? And he goes, What's he meant? You're gonna have to take something off it. Steve O steps up onto the side of it and takes one swivel chair off it and says, Yeah, how are we fix now, boss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, took it in the end, right? He was fucking swaying going down past Halloway Park. The fucking truck was everywhere. I said, This is a joke. <laughs> it was one of the best ever. Oh, oh my Jesus. Oh, there's good, Razor. Good crack. Good crack. Ray. Can Ray hear us? Speaking of water protesters, how are we doing, lads? How are you, Ray? <laughs> I can hear you, yeah. You hear me? Yup, yup, Ray, yup, yup. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> good, yeah. <laughs> no way, we won't pay. Steve, show me the hair. I can't say what it, win- show me the hair. What witness protection scheme are you in, Ray? What's the story? I love your right. hair, Steve. <clears throat> Ray's up. He's just back, he's just back <laughs> for a protest. He just took his body off. Razor, before I go to before I go to you, Razor, I'm gonna go to Kev, who's waiting Gav. very patiently here. Kev. I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump off and Gav, I'm gonna jump off and go into the gaff and jump on the laptop, right? I'll be on back on in two seconds. Right, go on, go on, go on, jump off. Uh Kev, okay. I've left you waiting the longest here. Um yeah. we were gonna do the best bits, the, the winners, the losers. Um what's your highlights? Uh Christ, Matt's cat was just the funniest show I've ever been on in my life. Uh, I I just was lost. I didn't know where to look, what to do, what to say. As soon as I got on the Xbox, I said, "Lads, you got to go and check this out." And that was hilarious. But the um, the best experience I ever had in pod was on a show with Phil and Davo. And I mean, all the lads have great stories, what have you, and great experiences. What the early days was like. But when I started, first started watching the pod was when you were on Periscope, Gav. <clears throat> Doing the, it was during the preseason tour, <clears throat> so and you asked me to jump on with you because I was in the chat just chatting away with you. There was hardly mm. anyone else on, and I jumped on the chat with you. And from then on, I got involved in the in the chat and got to know a lot of the people who are in the chat tonight and got onto the shows that way. But uh, a few years ago, my daughter passed away from uh, liver disease, and the first show that I did when I came back was with Phil and with Davo. And Pete, and about 20 minutes in, Phil knew what I wanted to talk about, but about 20 minutes in, he literally just teed me up and just, everyone else stayed quiet. They didn't say a word and they just let me go. And I got to talk about what happened, um, my experience. Oh, look, the the amount of people who are in the chat, the amount of people who are on the screen now that reach out to me privately and message me to make sure I was okay. 
and got me through it. But he um, he allowed me to talk about organ donation and he allowed me to talk about the importance of carrying a card and the real life effects of what happens with people when an organ transplant happens. And I was literally the real world definition of what happens when one isn't available, which was what happened during COVID. But um, but no, it was to this day the most important thing that I've ever managed to be able to do was to be able to come on and speak about that and to get through that. And I couldn't have got through any of that without a lot of the people who are on the screen now help me. And helped a lot of people in the chat actually when it got when when it came through COVID. A lot of the time, because remember all the shit we that was on the pod at the time, the amount of random chats that was done, the amount of I can't imagine the amount of stuff that were racking through all of your brains to try to think of stuff to talk about. And that shit got so many people through COVID and just so so many people were sat in the chat looking forward to 10 o'clock at night because the, it was like a community that all came together at 10 p.m. every night of the week. We chatted absolute shite for an hour and a half. We only done it because people back. asked us to do it. Yeah. And so we only just started worked. doing video stuff because of YouTube or because of COVID. Yeah. That's and it, but it just worked, didn't it? And but no, that night, um, that night absolutely got me through some really tough stuff. And I just wanted to thank Phil, Davo, Pete, yourself, Gav, Shawnee, everyone who was involved, Andy, you know, everyone who was involved at the time to help me get through an awful lot of stuff. And to this day, I'm ever grateful for all of that. But well, that just le leads into the amount of stuff that the podcast does that raises money and raises awareness for issues that ordinarily would never get looked at and never get talked about. We we all love football. We all love Liverpool. And we chat about football to the clowns come up. We all have real lives as well. And we all have real world issues that we all deal with in our private lives. But when you can take that and take that energy and put it to some real good. And the, sh the podcast has done some amazing stuff over the years. And this one that we're doing now is only a few grand away to get to that 20 grand target that we all it's, it's desperately going, want to get at. It's just, it's going to pass in the next couple of days. That's, that's, um, it's, that's confirmed. It's definitely going to pass the 20 grand. But yeah. Phil, like Shani said something earlier and I get to raise her now. Um, but he said something earlier where he said, look, they're all bleeding mad, but they're the soundest bunch of fellas you'll ever come across. And that, like, in fairness, behind all the messing and, and the following Trevor around fucking Tesco and, you know, need need old fucking shite himself on, on a night out. Ring and Joe Ells. Ring and Joe Ells. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Ells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ring and Joe Ells is one of the best, actually. Keep that. We'll be back in a minute to that. Um, but, Phil, like, like, what Kev speaks about there, you know, through COVID, I think it did help a lot of people. Then you have, you know, Kev does lose, lose the child and, you know, um, it was very tough at the time. But the podcast has helped a lot of people in the past. And I'm not going back to just Kev talking about that or the stuff recently, but you go back to Sean Cox and stuff like that. And Steve was a big, big thing in that as well. So behind all the messing, there is like, there's a, there's proper base and feelings to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not all just acting the bollocks for there's there's how to put it it's 
I have my own personal story from what the pod has got me through, right? And what I will say, without going into it, is that it gives you a break from the shit that you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. No matter how bad things can be outside of talking about a bit of football, you can always go and have a good laugh with lads. Um, when we started it, the, it was in person like because we were in the bunker and we were, and we were able to do all that type of stuff. So it really, really got you away from stuff that was going on. It really gave you an opportunity to meet up with a few of your mates on a weekly basis, which I guess from my, from my point of view in terms of creating it was... It was the one thing I was missing from when I finished playing football. Um, I was missing missing the dressing room. I was missing the crack and the banter you had with the lads that you played football with. Um, and like you talk football there, and you shared mad stories, and you know there was that's exactly what it was. And and to give, to be able to bring that sort of lens, light, microphone to good nature crack where there's no malice, there's no. Um, badness in anything that comes out yet the language can be coarse at times and, and, and i think people get that but it's it is about people being real the biggest and the highest compliment that i think i've ever taken from the podcast over the 10 years is the fact that people say it's like listening to a group of friends having a chat in the pub i know so that would annoy some people but i think by never really getting away from that and never trying to be the voice of the people or the voice of the support or whatever it is, it just allows people to join, to move through being a guest, not being a guest, not that type of stuff, and allow them to feel natural when they come on and have a, and be able to have a voice and share a voice with everyone else that's on it. I can think of all the people that, were, that have been involved over the years, and that to me is, as I said to you, just giving you that freedom, that ability to share some time with friends and and have a bit of a catharsis around football is one of the biggest things I think that the podcast has allowed us to do. And and it's it's lent us to be able to do all the stuff around the charity work, the various different things that comes out. There's the Sean Cox stuff, there's been the Failicon stuff, there's been so many charities, so many kids that we've been able to help, so many good good things with the I think the, the marathon thing that's going on at the moment. So to me that's the that's the real uplifting side of the podcast. That you don't necessarily get um, if you aren't involved in doing something. Razor. Razor, can you hear me? Gavlar. Well, come here, you're looking great. Come here. Tell me about Andy's time difference. <laughs> you're not <laughs> Do you know what? I'm not going to listen to all the other stories. Now when you tell something was hilarious and then you hear other stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on, tell us how you Ray. Go on. <laughs> I <laughs> know you have me in talking about Phil's talking about catharsis and fucking uh, fundraisers and all. And you have to try to come back. No, they say it's all about time and Gav. You fucking landed me in a day, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you weren't fucking floating around on four holidays a year, you wouldn't be able to keep it. <laughs> Yeah, come here, right? So, so it's only a brief one on Andy. I, I can't even think it was on the pod with us, but basically, Liverpool were at the being on a US tour. All right, <laughs> they, they came back and they I think they had a game where they played away in the States for something. I don't know what the fuck it was. So <laughs> they played back and someone came up with it and says, oh, should I probably tore it after the jet lag after being away? <laughs> and then he came back, Bush, what do you mean? It's a long flight back. <laughs> so everywhere, what? You <laughs> would have caught up on the twin difference on the fly. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, 
I told you, Kelly's oh, ears, but I want to tell another brief one, and I don't know when it was said earlier on, right? Um, our trip years and years ago over for the last game of the season when we had a chance to win the league 14 14. And we're in the King Always Harry. For this. Where's <laughs> Trev for this? And we're in the King Harry, and we were doing a joint podcast with AO, yeah? So that was the half. We we pulled up at this the, the King Harry Bills, right? And there, there was a there was a bar bar woman bar 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 something behind the oak, and she was shaking. Her, they were doing some collection for something, <laughs> and she said something along the lines of, "Will you make a donation if me uh, take me top off?" I said, so "I'll give you a twist that if you keep your top on." <laughs> 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 oh, she was terrible. But anyway, right, so we got there. <laughs> and half mambos. We're on the lash all day. None of us had a fucking match ticket. We're on the lash watching the match. Fucking City won the league, of course. But anyway, we're, we're on the lash. And next of all, I look over me shoulder, and there's the fucking bus driver that was after dropping us to the fucking pub at the other end of the bar, lamp and points over. <laughs> how, the fuck are we, how the fuck are we getting back to our hotel? Yeah, that's it, right? Okay, we all have to make our own way back now. Fuck it, we'll start walking. Head into town. We'll, we'll catch a taxi on a taxi on the way. Um, so we're there, and there I am walking down the fucking road, and I turn around, and next to all the fucking bus drives, boys. <laughs> this day, I still don't know who's driving, unless there was tes- Tesla back then, and it was on autopilot. But the fucking bus <laughs> went by me. I don't know which fucker was driving, but he was in an auto fucking state. <laughs> I, I heard rumours it was Steve O'Day driving that bus. Unconfirmed. Well, yeah, Unconfirmed. I'm not adding, adding stock to the fort. All right, it was Steve. I didn't want to hang him out to draw you. It was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the, the statute of limitations is six years, so I'm absolutely now, I'm, put, I'm, putting it down, I'm putting it down to the fact that Steve Brown was with me and that was the only reason he didn't stop. What about... This is a this is a this is a thirty seater bus. Right? Stevo, Stevo. Yeah. The best the best part was when we yeah. when we actually seen you and we were standing stand at the traffic lights and you seen us we caught each other and there was a cop car just right beside and you're like this. <laughs> it was the day of the final and Dicko you were here at this one weren't you Dicko was there I'd have no problem saying this it's the best day in my life to this day. No, no, there's no doubt about it. The best day, the crack we had in the fan park, stroking bottles of Corona out of a corner shop, the lads just handing them out like they were going out of fashion. We were all there. But, but it, it, the closer they got to kick off, the more tense it started to become in terms of nerves. Now, the boys will tell you, I was an absolute fucking wreck up until an hour before the game. And we were in this, we ended up in this little place off off of Main Street in Madrid and again about the same size as the bunker and this uh, this Spanish fella happy for us to drink where the swamping gargle starts to fill up next of all the, the owner of the place cops that there's lads starting to bring cans in and go down downstairs and there's like there's like a little like a little basement cellar where there was this flash screen on the wall and there was all lads going down so 
next to Paul, it was fucking, the place was heaving. And I, Dicko just goes to me, there's no way they're going to show this game in here. Says, the owner is fucking cracking up about people bringing in garden into the, into the So Steve just goes down, pops his head down. See any scruffy cunt that's bringing cats in here? You better start drawing drink from behind that bar and get the fuck out, right? So I'm standing there next to my this uh this police officer walked in there. I have to say she was a fucking 20 hour attempt. Next to my she just goes, That's it. And we are like, what? The lads were literally lining up for the anthem. We're closing. So I had an absolute show hemorrhage. I said, oh, lads, I, I, we're going to miss the start of the game. Next of all, they closed the pub. They closed the pub. They closed the pub down there, fucking everyone out. Next of all, I'm running down the road to go and watching another boozer. And Steve was there like a member of the UN with about six police playing uh, Guardia Seville around him. And Steve was there reasoning with them all. And I look back up the road. And there's Steve was shepherding people back into the pub. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's back on, it's back on. I walked into a pub. Mouse Allen lining up to take a pen out. I'm standing on. Am I having a stroke here? Am I at the party? <laughs> what's going on? The game is kicked off about 30 seconds. I live up here half a pen out, right? So I'm here going. I'm with Jaime, one of the Spanish lads. Next ball, Liverpool go on there, look. Steve starts ring me, where are you? <laughs> he says, I'm down the road. Says, Come back up, I'm at the start now. Here's that man to Steve. The bar owner kissing him on the head and not. It was people, people bringing in their babies for Steve to kiss them and bless yeah. them. <laughs> we, we, I'm not joking, Steve. I think I'm lying when I say this, lads. We drank the bar dry. There wasn't a drop of art left in it. There was. We were drinking red, but we were doing communions at half time. I heard oh, it was, <laughs> Steve, I was like Kofi and that. It was fucking absolute fun because it was. You wouldn't let us was, buy a drink. You wouldn't let us buy a drink for the rest of the night. And then we pulled out two bottles of fucking bubbles, didn't he? And gave them over to us to drink. He also went on the floor, but he was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dicko, Dicko, I want to um, I want to come to you because I think one of your your stories you're going to give us was um, the day Steve I was told to shut up and eat his chips, and because you yeah. you thought that was incredible, but um, I want to bring Everton in on this because one of the most famous people that's on the podcast that's never been on the podcast is Mad Dicko, um, and the reason she's famous is she fucking detests. The F, right? She detests them, and like it, it became a weekly thing there where. Whenever we seen you, like, what's the story with Mad Dick? Like, everything about being at the weekend, fucking delighted. Um, how did this, like, this just developed, didn't it? But you once mentioned your ma hated them. And it might have been about the bins in Liverpool as well at the time, the colour of the bins, and there's all sorts going on. But she must be fucking flying high at the minute. Yeah. It, the only shame is it uh, of these last 10 years is that Everton haven't actually been relegated. I mean, it would absolutely make her. Uh, her dreams come true to be honest but yeah she, she, she won't hates be, she absolutely she, like if a taxi you know if a taxi rocks up you know instead of a black taxi you'll occasionally get a blue taxi or a red taxi if a blue taxi comes along she'll just shepherd it along she'll just go Fuck off. <laughs> if she's standing at liverpool airport and there's a blue taxi there she will not set foot in it she absolutely will not um every time she sees a personalized efc Reg, she makes some snarky comments about some dickhead who's just drove past with an EFC personalised Reg. 
Um, she she absolutely detests them. I mean, it it it. it uh, she absolutely. She, she, I mean, she loves not more actually than seeing Everton getting beaten a weekend. It, it actually tops off L- Liverpool winning, to be honest with you. Um, uh, and I think one of these days, uh, dreams will come true, and I think they will go down. And I think you know we'll we'll have our own little party, uh, myself and Ma, when that when that happens. Absolutely. Well, the funny thing is, right? Like, <laughs> I've actually like since becoming acquainted with with my dicko and, and our hatred for the air, right? Is when when certain things happen, I actually say out loud to myself, fuck's sake, my dick I'll be delighted, right? And I actually <laughs> do do it, right? Because on the first day of the season, they get beaten by Fulham. After battering Fulham, they get beaten one nil. Right. And I genuinely thought about my dick when when Fulham scored, right? Because I went, she loved that. And then they got battered against Aston Billy. And then they were at home to Wolves, who they battered. And Wolves she was here. Eight minute, right? She was with me. And, and I swear yeah. to God, right? Wolves <laughs> scored the 88 minute. And every time I ever get beaten by one of them, I go, Matico's going to love that. She's going to absolutely was. love it. So she's like my favorite person that hates Everton. And I've never <laughs> met her before. You will have the pleasure of a company one of these days. And, oh, uh, yeah, whenever you, you get beaten. Whenever you can go down. Well, it won't be for a derby. Da- put it this way. It won't be for a derby because she won't watch the Will Everton game. She hasn't, she hasn't got the nerves for it, you know? Yeah, she hasn't got the minerals. Fair play to her. She's, uh, looking, she's great, Gav. Uh, we went, last year, we went to the City game, Ray, didn't we? We met your ma afterwards for a bit of dinner. And uh, she, is, she is the most scouse person I've never met me. <laughs> So she got she got a voucher in the door, which got her um twenty five percent off the stag and rainbow, wasn't it, Ray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also the stag and rainbow do a deal with another with ten percent off on a Saturday, wasn't it? Or a Sunday, wasn't it? Was the game was on Sunday? Yeah. So so she had a discussion with the waitress, like who obviously isn't in control of any of this stuff, (laughs) that she wanted her ten percent off. And a twenty five percent coupon, <laughs> <laughs> and your woman was like, "But like, you can't." And she's only like, use why one not? coupon. Why not? And your woman was just like, "Like the computer just says no, you can't put in two. And she was like, "Yeah, but like everybody, I want the, I want the whole." <laughs> <laughs> so she's a, uh, she's an absolute scouser. Fair play, to her. yeah, yeah, <laughs> she is. She's not sure about letting you know quickly that she hates them either Ray is she you only have to meet her in the pub no. for two minutes before the match and she's just like on a fucking rampage yeah. you haven't even brought everything up fucking the spoils yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah she loves uh, she loves the teddy bears though didn't she get a half and half when we played yeah she what? did get a half and half that famously she did get a half and half for the Rangers game yeah yeah which uh, which was a bit of a she had a bit of a nightmare that night, but um, yeah, that's not a great day for her. What's that? I said that's not a great day for her. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. We, uh, when we were over in, when we were over in Liverpool, two thousand and eighteen, I think it was the opening game, West Ham. Um, we all went over, and uh, <laughs> the, it's one of the best twenty four hours I've ever spent in Liverpool, mm-hmm. right? But. Going back to Nilo, um, we were, when we got there, we we also we go for breakfast and we we do different bits and pieces. And uh, Carl Steve wanted to go up to fucking Moose Cafe. I don't know what it was called, something like that. Is it Moose? Yeah, 
Um, Steve ought to get his haircut as well. And then, and then he had himself checked in to get, <laughs> in to get his haircut, right? But Neil, we walked up to this. match. I needed to look on point. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how on point you were in a few in a few minutes. But we we went up to this place, and Nilo says, "Here, Gav, um, we are we are playing five aside against the Anfield Rap that morning." And he says to me, "Gav, come here, don't go to that football." I says, "I have to go, Nilo. I'm at the fucking organising." No, don't go. He said, "I have a plan." He said, "Listen, the ship of Moyer," he said, "is one point four kilometers down the road there, and it does a point of Guinness and a bacon sandwich for a fiver." And I said, "Right." Now he said, "Look, that's a six minute walk." But if you're with me, it's probably more like nine. But don't worry about that. Because <laughs> it's still early in the morning. Right? I says, right, okay. Sounds good so far, Neil. And he goes, now, this is the next bit. I'm going to pay Shawnee Lawson 20 quid, and I'm going to buy him a pair of Astro Runners out of JD Sports. He plays instead, instead of you. I mean, you'll go on the lash. <clears throat> I said, if you can get Shawnee Lawson to play that, by all means. So he goes to Shawnee Lawson, he said to Shawnee, Listen, I'll buy you a pair of Astro Runners and I'll give you a score if you go down and play that football. And he goes, you know, I'm not having three fucking operations on my knees. They're like fucking made of wheat a bit, so I'm not going to play no Astro. Oh, for fuck's sake. So anyway, went to play the football. We ended up back in this boozer called Sound and uh, went in and we're all drinking. Next one, Nilo appears at the window, right? Appears at the fucking window, rubber. Right, but this lanyard, down, but this, he was upside down, upside down. But this lanyard thing on a Liverpool crest on the end of it. Like, Where did you get that? The taxi man gave it to me. What? Yeah, no, I think it was annoying that much. I just kept asking for us. We just gave it to me. He, I think he gave it to me. If he promised to get out of the car, he could have it. So that was sound, right? <laughs> so we all went. Now I know I was one of the first home that morning, and it was probably about quarter to five in the morning when I got home, and I was one of the first home. I know that. Davo accused me of robbing his burger and chips. No, Davo accused me of planting a burger and chips in his room. Yeah. Right? And then realized he was wrong when he seen he'd taken 50 selfies in the chipper buying the said <laughs> burger and chips. Right? Absolutely. That was before. fucking top class. It was, that it was, ah, the film stage epic, right? But the next, day we went, the next day we went up to Anfield, me, Davo and Joe Walsh were in the cop. I think Nilo and Steve were in the Anfield Road end. And I think Paddy Lawson and Shawnee Lawson might have been in the in the Kenny. And <laughs> now we were sweating in the cop, right? Absolutely fucking wow, sweating. And we came out afterwards. And it was that bad that Steve said to me before the game, please don't make me buy a drink. Please. I said, get up there and get two fucking points. Steve <laughs> two points. He handed them to me. He got himself a can of coke and a packet of crisps. Like a little 12 year old, right? Sitting on the ground, right? Couldn't even eat the crisps, right? I looked over. In, this is in the, this is in, in Taggies. I looked over. Nilo sitting between this 70 year old couple on a bench, right? They're trying to talk to each other. And Nilo's completely over sitting beside them, just right between them. Like, you know, couldn't even talk to each other. Right? <laughs> Nilo literally says this thing, right? Nilo, Nilo literally, Nilo literally ushered the fucking girl, woman out of the way so he could sit between the husband and wife on this bench. He didn't give a fuck, right? So the game went on. We won 4 0 or something. <clears throat> Came out back to the bay. We were flying home that night. And I swear to God, Shawnee Lawson says, Gav. The goals were going in, and he looked over. <laughs> he hadn't a clue. Neil hadn't a clue what was going on, right? And Steve, I was like, he was watching it. 
on IPTV. He was reacting to the goals about 20 seconds after I did. And then Charlie says, they look like the crowd out of FIFA 98. <laughs> <laughs> We were like we were like Adam and Paul in the. <laughs> 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 Steve, you were the worst I've ever seen any man at a football match. You were absolutely white. <laughs> he was in a jocker. He was in a bongo. He was in an absolute. First goal went in, and everybody jumped up, and I was just sitting there going, "What? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely outrageous." But it was one of it, it got that bad at about four in the morning. Nilo was standing outside Almond the Cube in Liverpool, and every time a police car or ambulance went by, he kept saying, Yeah, that's my ambulance. <laughs> that's the ambulance I booked for myself. But it was one of the best 24 hours I've ever, ever, ever had. Um anywhere, ever. It was fucking so much laugh. Uh it was great. Um have we anything else before we go? Any bits you I have to say, there was, there was, there was, a, I know we were talking about. You've the, got me into enough yeah. trouble tonight now, so you watch where you're going. No, I, was, I was thinking back to the, the studio being built, and there were stories about that earlier on, and the skip and whatnot. And um, obviously, uh, Steve O's dad, Ted, um, uh, he was such a legend, and um, he, he came out there sort of to do a bit of an inspection. and you know, they've been low. We just spent half an hour throwing stuff in the skip, and Ted comes out and starts pulling stuff out, starts Hoover, retrieving stuff out that he didn't, that he did, that he actually didn't want to uh, relinquish at that moment in didn't time. Did he speak the next to me and you about trouser it, it, press, just the trouser press? Nineteen sixties. Do you know what? Do you know what was in the shed? <laughs> and it, it, it's actually now that I think about it, it's actually fucking mind-boggling because it's. It's something that your boy to stop this from happening. There was a bottle of Jay's fluid that was rusty. That's how long it was in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we were trying to throw this thing out, and Ted was like, nah, nah, that, that, there's loads left in that. I was like, Ted, there's a fucking hole in the back of the can. What are you doing? <laughs> No, I still, I still think the, the yeah. best. Do you remember? Best, remember, remember when your mom was pulled the roof off and went in the neighbor's garden? Steve told the neighbor to fuck off back in. Yeah, it fell in his garden. Stuff fell into your man's garden, and your man came out and he was giving out fuck for the whole build. And he was like, I can't remember your man's name that lived next door. Freddy. What was him? Freddie. And he goes, um, so we leaned over. Steve got into the garden to pick up the few bits, and your man came out. Oh, that's blocking me light and all. He's like, look, I'm just taking us to the garden, right? So Steve answered him about three times, and your man kept going. And in the end, Steve was just turned around and said, get back in your house or I'll punch your fucking head off you. <laughs> <laughs> your man was about 70. He's <laughs> <laughs> a good goer, though. <laughs> He's a good goer. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. But my my favorite story of the of the whole build was I was there one night with Steve and his dad, right? And his dad passed away, but he was fucking I only knew him for a couple of months, but honest to God, he was one of the best men I've ever met in my life. But we were there one night and he had this shovel, and the shovel was fucking immaculate. Like all the shit that was in this shed, right? This was immaculate, this shovel. It was right? strong, it was strong plated. Right? Chrome plated. It was fucking amazing looking. And I said to him, Ted, what's the story with that? And he says, that's me shovel. I said, it's fucking spotless. He said, that's the ceremonial shovel. And I thought he was going to tell me a big story. And I says, 
I'm not so sorry, will it? None of your fucking business, he said. <laughs> <laughs> and he just left me standing there and I was fucking roaring laughing. It was so fucking funny. But the trouser press, I do remember because he, he literally spoke to me and Dick over about 20 minutes about this trouser press. They had like a Rotman's or a player's, you know, the cigarettes kind of poster in between the press. And he went on yeah. and on and on and on about it. And I went, so you're keeping it then? He goes, no, no, fuck it out. <laughs> just fuck it out the end. I think he was just winding us up. I think he was just making this stuff up to wind us up. But it was absolutely um, it was absolutely incredible. Um, have you said anything else before we go? We've done uh, here, stop. Neil O'Leary to play the guitar without the guitar. I did put that up there because that's one of the best. That is a fucking <laughs> phenomenal story as well. Um, well, he came on one night for something. And... He said, I'm, 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 I remember the time my ma gave, got me guitar lessons, but I had to go down without a guitar. He said, I was doing air guitar and your ma was fixing me fingers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was doing no, the they, say, they say video, video killed the radio star, but live YouTube and kill Nilo because we just, you couldn't yeah. have him on. You just, uh, oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> It was never had the edit button being used as much as I'll tell you. Like Sean, he says he'd make a cat laugh. Red flag, that's all he used to hear out field back in the day. Red flag, red flag, market, red market, 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 market. Remember the night we sat in the bunker for about two and a half hours and it got to the end and then Phil goes, lads, I don't think that recorded. Yeah, I'm just gonna head out for four hours here for no reason. I'll see you later, love. Uh, uh, Trevor, Trevor's gone deep. now, but like we've we've done we've we've done pods back in the day where I didn't record it or it, the recording broke, and then we went back up the next night with different people and re-record the podcast again and put it out yeah. the next day. Like it was. Yeah, yeah. Some serious effort put in by the lads. Um, Sometimes yeah. were you were uh, you were relieved. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, because yeah. after every podcast, you were kind of shitting yourself that something might come up, you know, and work or or uh, someone might miss the edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were maybe just shitting yourself. Yeah. The editing that the, the wee errors and everything. So. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, but Lisa uh, wasn't Neil. Neil used to tell you to do it. Five days later, you were still waiting. We get up there to do the pod. Yeah, and after we get up to do the podcast on the match, let's say you actually watched the match, lads. None of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what we so do. Just make just give... going on. Just, yeah, he had a great game. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't playing right. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. No, we do. we let, just give let me tips this. on how to get to Liverpool. There's a bow just, or there's a fucking just, plane. <laughs> let me clear that one up. That was during the Brendan Rogers time, and you could go right. Well, Skirtle definitely fucked up at some stage. Minulay let a soft goal in. Like you could literally just yeah, you yeah. could do every Glenn single Johnson, match. Glenn Johnson made a bollocks. Glenn or Johnson let the ball go over the top of his head. Um, Paul Lambert did nothing. Minulay um, and Minulay, yeah, look, it was literally you could just oh, run off. <laughs> <laughs> They're bleeding rubbish. Um, Aquilar, Karen, Dowdyvich, and Ricky. <laughs> I know we had Aquilani and oh, he was no, it wasn't him. What was your man? Benny Aquilaka Mikovakovic. Markovic, that's what about, 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 about about What about Pete Smith? Pete Smith, I know this game. I know oh, this game. That was brilliant. <laughs> I know this game. We're only talking about that earlier. What? 
Where the fuck is Keith? Ah, here, here. Okay. Jo- Joe Walsh realizes the story they got. See him on Netflix. Trying to get the Wi-Fi he gives us a tour of the gaff with the camera on his ball back one. <laughs> no, no, you actually reminded me of something and we leave it on this one. Um Joe Walsh is just always rocker, right? There's no doubt about it. But the <laughs> day he rang Joel's restaurant is by far and away one of the funniest fucking things I've ever done. <laughs> so this came off the back of this came off the back of me and Andy um mocking up a call. For Woody's, do you remember? That's right. For yeah. Woody's, and it was basically Andy ringing Woody's, asking, "Is Laura and, Woods?" And there? Gav was a female right. receptionist in Woody's. <laughs> right. Yeah, this fucking an English accent. Hello, Woody's here. <laughs> yeah, right. And loads of people fell for it. They were like, "Jesus, Andy, a woman was well able for you, right?" But the day they rang Joel's and booked the table, right? Now it was. No. It was a. Uh, he had a, we, we discovered, because he obviously goes on about his bets, and we discovered he had 42 bets in his. Yeah, he'd have about 70 bets yeah. on every day. On, on a so, we, so we were joking, <laughs> saying, you know, if this or that comes in, he's going to treat her to a meal. And uh, yeah, I rang, I rang up Joel. For anyone that's not where Joel's is a shit hall of a restaurant that all the <laughs> all the poor people go to. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's not. That's just Andy's notions going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red flag. Red flag. Market. 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 Is Sean dead? Or, or is he just really sad that it's like Joel's? I'm not sure. <laughs> so we ran. Yeah, I, uh, I rang him. Up, I rang them up to uh, to uh, to cancel a table. Yeah, I said it's Joe. It's Joe Walsh, you know, to, to cancel a table, and because uh, I was dependent on something coming in at Wolverhampton, and your one says, uh, "Oh." Uh, uh, hang on, hang on, of course, like I'm expecting, like, there's no Joe Walsh booked in. And she goes, oh, oh I'll have you here, uh, two persons. Yeah, I'll cancel that now. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, thank th- thank, you, thank you. And then I played into the WhatsApp, and they were, the lads were wetting themselves laugh because there's somebody out there that happens to be called Joe Walsh as well who had their table cancelled for tonight. So they... <laughs> So then I was like, I better ring them back. So I rang back and says, How are you? How are you? How are you? It's, it's Joe here again. Put that table back in. I'm about to have a winner in Lewin. Oh, it's words where I'm about to have a big winner in Wolverhampton. Wheelbarrow job. <laughs> and your one's like going, uh, Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Lovely, lovely. Congratulations. You know, and, oh. I was like, I have the biggest day there you have tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all thinking then the actual Joe Walsh is going to turn up there. And if you want, still, I'm just going to go, fair play to winning that money earlier. And he'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? 47 bets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know so Trevor's gone, good. but did the, st- did the story about the coffee shop and the supermarket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We've done uh, that. Uh, We've there, done was, that. there was two that's gone out of me, two that had me mind and they've gone out of my mind that I just wanted to finish on and I can't remember what they are now, so I forget about that. Gone. We're doing next week. Yeah. You, you it was one of the talents about as well. We're up for work at 10 minutes, he's coming. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Davo. Davo is a <laughs> No, I tell you, some laugh. Fucking 17 minutes. 
laughing. Uh, now, some some of the stories, um, some people have mentioned Andy and the Chase because they're only at Chase. Um, that still is remembered. Yeah, the Chase fondly. story. I was going to because, actually because Pete, his, uh, sorry. Sorry, Gav. One of the more recent ones. Pete getting bashed by his miss, Mrs. Live on camera. That was... <laughs> so we not speaking about this? No. no. We talked about it before we started. Oh, like, we were doing the pod one night and um, we were just sitting there and Pete's on the camera and next minute his missus comes in. He must have... must have. He woke up the kids or something and turned out, right? And she literally came in yes. and gave him a clatter across the back of the head. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't care. He had to go off and sleep in the spare room that night. That was, that was amazing. Um... And the other, I can't remember what the other was, but there's been so many. So there, has, many. there has been so many, and I'm glad we've done this tonight because we right. tried to do this a couple of years ago, and it went down for two hours. Um, Nilo just fucking slagged everyone off, called them all pricks. Uh, Trev <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> Trev fell asleep, Jordan. Lots, loads of people lost. Yeah, Trev actually fell asleep Trev on camera. Remember yeah, yeah, Trev yeah. fell asleep <laughs> on camera that night. Remember? <laughs> Drank about 19 bottles of red wine and fell asleep on the camera. Well, he was eight bottles of red wine in. There was only two stories told. It was mad. Yeah. Um, oh, but then, was that but just then after just, we won the league, was it? I can't remember. We'd done it one night and we actually recorded it and then I, I lost. I lost the fucking. I it was know, a Christmas was, special. Yeah. It was a celebration. Yeah, I don't know what a fuck it was, but it was. Um, it was. It was. It was great crack. But I'm glad we done tonight because there's loads of stories there, and probably some that we shouldn't have told, but we have told. But fuck it, like you know, what I mean, as Steve was there, the statue limitations. Dick out. Even if it's not, even if it's not, who gives a bollocks? Dick was getting his clothes down, um. So that's, that was, it was great while it lasted. Um, that's Steve, Steve you may as well finish off and tell tell them about the time you parked in the disabled spot. Don't. I'm not getting up to do the walk. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't talk about fucking don't. disabled parking don't. spots. Don't. Or, um, don't. Your boys don't. There's another yeah. thing I want to, there's another I thing I want to say. It's got a fundraising aspect in fucking parking in disabled spots. Don't. <laughs> don't. And I'm not going to... There's another thing as well as Steve got into massive trouble over, and I'm not going to mention it. Oh, oh, hold on. This one is Remember when Gav was convinced that the guy... Pesky Salido, um, who is the person I'm talking about, was something was on a coin in Canada. So this happened one night where we're on a show one night and somebody... I, it might have been, was it not Matt that told you that? It might have been Matt, actually, yeah. And he came into the chat and Paul Pesky Salido, of formerly of Sheffield United, Birmingham, Motherfuckers, um, married to Yawan from West Ham. And it came up and he turned around and said, Paul Pesky Salido, like Canadian legend, he's on the the fucking Tempany coin or something over in <laughs> Canada. And I said, fuck off. Paul Pesky Salido. That fucking dick said, Paul Pesky was on a fucking coin in Canada. That's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Like, literally, like for the next 10 minutes, I thought that is fucking amazing until he just went, you fucking idiot. Of course he's not on a coin. <laughs> and I just fucking went. And like, I was really embarrassed that I fell for it. I was really upset that Paul Pesky Salido wasn't on the 10 pence coin. Um, Olivier told you, Gaff, I was on the show with you. It was Olivier. And um, so there you go. Um, Who was uh, Shawnee and Keith told Speedo Mickey didn't recognise him with his clothes? Uh, we're in Liverpool. The last <laughs> time we're in Liverpool, we're in Pogues, and we're, having, we're swamping Guinness. And Speedo Mick, who everyone knows, runs the Everton van, runs with fucking next to nothing, just the Speedos, obviously, and the bag on his back. And he's in the bills with his brother and his mates, and we're all having to crack. Two lads are up the front playing guitars, elfless. And... Uh, the 
these all knew them because they were shouting up to them in different songs and everything. So I went outside with a smoke, got talking to this fella, turns out it was Speedo's brother, right? And he goes, yeah, you know, Speedo, Mickey's my brother and all. I went, oh, yeah, very good, yeah. He goes, where are you from Dublin and all? Yeah, so whatever. Had the smoke, came inside. So when I walked in, I said, I better say hello to this fella. So when I got walked in, <laughs> all the boys saying, how's it going, Mick? How are you? I just walked straight up to him. Ah, Jason Speedo, what's the story, right? So he kind of looked at me, and then Keith turned around and goes, oh, I didn't even recognise you with your clothes on. <laughs> like, all his mates were just looking at him going, who are these fucking ticks that you're talking to? And then we all just ignored him then. We all just sat in the pub and drank. Didn't say one more word from him in the bills. Um, but that, yeah, that was... Uh, that was great. I did call him Egg. Uh, uh, I did call Speed. him Speedo instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mattress. No, Pat Kenny thing is by far and away the funniest thing I've ever, of all time. When Pat Kenny on the Late Late Show refers to Mattress Mick as Mattress, right? It's the fucking best thing ever. And if you take anything from this show, if you take anything from this show, right, don't mind all of us retrobates telling you all these stories. Just type in Pat Kenny, Mattress Mick, Lele Show into YouTube. Don't even listen to this show. Don't download it. Don't do fuck all. Just go and watch this 15-second clip because it's the fucking best thing you'll ever see. What do you think about that mattress? It's fucking brilliant. I love that. I absolutely love that. Thanks to Phil. Thanks to Andy. Thanks to Razor. <coughs> Emma, Dabo, Steve-O, Dicko, uh, Shawnee, Matt, Kev, Chris, Trev, well, you anyone else too? Neil, no, Neil didn't come on. <laughs> His camera wasn't connect. <laughs> he was on a Nokia twenty two. Then I, he couldn't get on. <laughs> so, if I missed anyone out, I apologise. I really, really do. Um, it's been a brilliant um, hundred and ten minutes, I think, at this stage. Um, it's been absolutely brilliant. Is there anything else you want to say quickly before we go, Phil? Organise another yeah. Organise another <laughs> Not that I can we'll around your holidays. We can sort that. Sort that. Um, honestly, the calm them for the game. There was no. I, I never thought we'd make it to ten years. So it's it's mad to <coughs> see us all ten years later. Um, I don't see us making another ten years. Well, not me anyway. So it's a uh, good luck to you, and it was great seeing you. All. That was it. Good luck. <laughs> Are you will make another ten years? You're running up hills for a living now. Andy, anything else before we go? Steve owes me support team now. It's great. <laughs> Well, Steve will just tell you he's going to do stuff with you and then says, no, I just yeah. got cans on each at the end. And it brings yeah, the cans at the end. Which is the perfect. That's, that's, listen. No, just a, I suppose a bit of a thanks to you, Gav, like for, you know, no, carrying the me. baton. Um, we, we were off on Messers and it, it probably needed a bit of a change to survive. Um, you know, you, you get bored out doing it for a while, like myself and Phil got bored, <coughs> Steve. But it's good that it, it's still going as strong as ever, stronger than ever, and doing all amazing charity work. Like you look at other podcasts, um, making money or podcasts that are just going for the hot takes and this modern idea of football fanfare. Um, just just to shout and do mad things. I think this podcast is always maintained the authenticity of what we set out to do at the beginning uh, was just lads chatting around the table um, and a fair play to you, you know. <laughs> Telling you how to get to Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I may, I may not have been the plan at the start, but uh, 
but uh, fair play to you, Gav, and uh, and all the boys that are still doing it. It's uh, it's great, you know, even though I'm not involved anymore. Um, I, I'm still really proud that something yeah. we started and it's still going. Um, <laughs> Razor, anything else before we go? I'll just move around the screen as I see. <laughs> Why is he that? Oh, fuck off, you are all cunts. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, Razor. Emma, anything else before we go? No, I, I'd echo what, what Andy said. I know you don't like... Uh, no, I hate being spoken about. So and you. that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to echo what he said. But thanks as well to everybody in the chat, which is where I originated from. I started listening, I think it was probably your first first year. And the missus used to let me do an awful lot of things in bed. But listening to the day trippers wasn't one of them because I had the old shaky shoulder. So I used to get the, <laughs> yeah. get the bullet out of the bed, go and listen to that downstairs. Um, but um, yeah, everybody in the chat for contributing. I think Kev said it best earlier on when he spoke. Um, the best thing I ever did was to to come onto the YouTube um, and a couple of trips away with the lads as well has been brilliant. So I agree with Ray and I agree with Davo. Uh, we should all meet up and watch a match. Probably that that little bar in the Camden up the top where Shawnee had his birthday. Pour yeah. that out where, and get everybody. Where, where somebody nearly got killed by uh, Nilo's crutch there. Do you remember that? Davo, <laughs> 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 anything else before we go? Uh, ah, look at just reiterate with the boys. I know you don't like getting thank God. Uh, oh, no, I'm not doing this anymore. No, listen, now a couple of now a couple of the charities you know are actually very close to my heart. Yeah. It's actually Kane's one year anniversary yesterday. Yeah, spoke to his dad and and uh, now the work is brilliant, Gav. You're a, you're a top man, and this was a great laugh. So fair play, to you. yeah, we have to do it again, uh, Dicko. Yeah, like the chat, the chat, the charity work's been epic, hasn't it? I mean, I, I, I'll never forget the joy of winning the uh, the fantasy football trippers fantasy football by a point on the last day of the season, and then within half an hour realizing it was going to fail. A corn. <laughs> 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 yeah, in fairness to you, you won that, and then someone messaged you went, "Did you win? Yeah. Well, if you had any fucking, if you've any pride about yourself, you give it to that charity. You went, I fucking didn't go on, <laughs> just to annoy you." Uh, mm. Steve, or anything else before we go? Just, just the the lads that I've I've met through it over the years, you know, and the crack we've had, like it's just been fucking absolutely top notch. And obviously, a couple of lads, Phil and and Andy. Uh, you know, I knew from other ways when it kicked off, and uh, but the, the fucking laugh we've had over the years, and the different people who've come through it, and the mad people we had in that in that studio, not in the studio, but in the in the old bunker. Some of the people that came through there was <laughs> outrageous. With with some competitions that we ran, there was good times had, and uh, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave it at that. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. Um, that has been the other. <laughs> Your trousers getting a bit tight there, Steve. Yeah, that has been the other. Uh, we are 10 years Bonk. old. We do this in another 10 years. <laughs> We're not talking about the trousers over there. <laughs> Podcast Network. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 